All right. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good evening, everybody. It's Bob Turner, and I'm back with podcast episode number, this will be number 14 of the uh, Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things podcast. I'm sitting here with two extraordinary people today. Um, we've got Sean Snow and Steph Snow on here, Sean's daughter, and uh, they are together. Uh, Sean is already a legend in the Concord, New Hampshire area Uh endurance community frankly in the in the northeast united states endurance community his daughter steph's been around him for a long time i met these guys i think back in geez it must have been oh four at the timberman in in, uh, in new hampshire a half iron race and i gotta tell you uh this guy has just been a big part of my triathlon background and me uh being as a hard-nosed competitor as i like to think i am uh and i, I was always out to beat sean snow and always out to beat Sean Snow. I don't know that I ever did. Uh, I thought I did once. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but uh, you know, Sean is uh, he's a he's a role model to his daughter and, and many endurance athletes. Um, Steph's out there kicking ass and taking names. And uh, she played hockey at, at UNE right here in Maine, right? And you're an occupational therapist, I think. Am I right? How am I doing so far? Um, club hockey, but club cross, hockey. cross country, cross country, yeah. And cross country. So she's a, a, an accomplished athlete in her own right. So we got these guys on it. Um, you don't get one without the other. They're like, you know, bean, uh, peas and carrots, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you see Sean in a race, you see stuff. It's really cool. I like being around you guys. And uh, so thanks for coming on. Um, and uh, I really appreciate you being here. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Thanks for having us on, Bob. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a pleasure, man. Um, yeah, uh, I uh, where where do I start? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna struggle. I'm gonna ask you some questions. How's that? Perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Steph, when did you start racing uh, with with or against Dad? Mm, well, it started with him probably <laughs> so it was a 5k mother's day 5k um how old was i i think you were probably eight maybe yeah, yeah. eight yeah so that was my first race with him i really wanted to go fast and he's like you gotta you gotta tone it down and and then i kind of burnt out and i learned <laughs> less the first two miles were great yeah. the last mile was Sounds like me chasing him. <laughs> yeah, we all learn with him. <laughs> well, let's back up a little bit. And uh, we've, we've talked, you know, a lot of people that um, have watched this podcast are, are will say to me, wow, you, you've done six Ironmans. I'm like, you, <laughs> you haven't met my friend, Sean. Um, so, Sean, how many Ironmans have you completed? Uh, 33. 33. Um, let that sink in for just a minute. I mean, one Ironman is a, like a lifetime accomplishment, right? I mean, I, there are people that will watch this and listen to this say 33 Ironmans. For those of you that are listening, watching, an Ironman is a, a 2.4 mile swim, a 112 mile bike ride, and then 140, uh, excuse me, and then a 26.2 mile run. So it's 140.6 miles. Uh, yeah, with only a marathon at the end. This guy's done it 33 times. Steph, you, you've completed a, a, an Ironman as well, right? Yeah, that's correct. Which one? Uh, Lake Placid. That was Placid, right. So now, are you both signed up for Utah coming up? No, uh, just myself. Okay. We're both signed up for Placid in uh, July. That's going to be fun. So yeah, we're both, uh, and then we're both heading to um, the 70.3 uh, Worlds in Utah in that was Utah. end of October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So you both last week went out and did the Boston Marathon right? Yes. Now, Steph, is that officially the first time you finished ahead of him? Uh, officially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It is. It, oh, it, it, she beat me. Uh, yeah. She beat me, you know, but she, she beat me to the, to the finish, but um, I beat her from the finish, my time from the finish to the exit out of the athletes you know, area was much, it was, almost the same ratio as what she beat me on the course. Yes. Yeah, so I, 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 I still, I'm not, I haven't given up yet. And I'm trying to get the total actual time because I may have won the overall actual time combined. Um, <laughs> Steph, it sounds like you still have some more work to do. 
Yeah, the, the recovery after the marathon is, I guess, a race too. So yeah, right. Yeah, no kidding. Apparently, so I, I uh, getting real here. I, I looked at, I happened to check the results. Uh, you know, before this podcast, Steph went out and ran seven thirty seven pace for a three nineteen finish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good run. Thank you. Was that your first open marathon? Um. So for before like so i i qualified yeah, right. i'm sorry you had to qualify yeah 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 but, so. I, qualified. I went to i did the loco marathon last october and then and then boston was my second one nice and did that qualify you for another boston yeah all right yeah. so no pressure sean yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of having fun with this um, I bet. So, so sean <laughs> it's a few days removed now what are we 10 12 days out from it um probably, and I know you well enough to know you, you could sit down and have a conversation with it after, but it didn't go well. Um, tell us what happened. Ah, uh, you know, it was, it was going pretty well up until, uh, right around mile 11 and, um, just the hamstring decided to go South on me real quick. Uh, I was hoping that it was just a cramp at the time, but, uh, I kind of knew, uh, at, at the time that that wasn't going to be the case. So, um, kind of reevaluate. I, I thought at first that I was pretty much done for the day. Um, trying to figure out if I was, how I was going to get out of there, if I was going to jump on a tee or, you know, and, and get out of there. But um, I knew that it was uh, Steph and my first Boston. And uh, I was able to, as I walked, figure out a way to kind of, I guess you could call it fake it till I made it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, pretty much opted at that point uh, that that not finishing uh, was not an option. So, uh, you know, I kept going. Uh, Steph ended up uh, passing me. Uh, I don't remember what my maybe a mile later, you know, that she was in. the I was in the first wave. Steph was in the second wave. I was able to flag her down and gave her a, a quick pep talk. Uh, looked her in the eyes and said, yeah, go get it, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I, I let her know to, you know, to uh, let mom know uh, and a girlfriend that, uh, you know, you guys can go have dinner uh, <laughs> after you finish. <laughs> and then, uh, but I'll be there as quick as I can. And, uh, yeah. you know, it was, it was a long day. Um, you know, I have no regrets. Uh, I don't think that I did any more damage, uh, you know, with the, with the quote stride that I was taking, uh, but it just took a long time. Yeah. Um, I will say that in, uh, you know, I've always said since I've been, I, I started Boston, regardless of the conditions and, and the, the race and the challenges of the weather, et cetera, the crowd, uh, it makes you feel like uh, the race takes five minutes, no matter how much, uh, how much pain you're in, no matter what the conditions are. And uh, even though the, the day took uh, almost six hours, uh, it, I can honestly look back and say, man, it, it felt like five minutes. Yeah, I, I uh, when I'd heard that what happened, uh, I was like, it's just a gut punch. But I and then I looked and I said, oh, he finished. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, have you ever not finished? Um, no, you know, I right. mean, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, you know, it's uh, probably not the smartest, you know, I mean, most, you know, I, I mean, it, it's all in hindsight on, on, you know, the, what, what the your condition is, et cetera, but no, you know, it's, um, you know, I, I've always said, uh, you know, even, even an Ironman, you know, um, if I broke a chain in, on a bike, uh, I'd walk until, uh, until I didn't make the bike cut off. I, I really right. would, you know, um, you know, so, uh, hey, oh. <laughs> wait a minute. They would be like, uh, oh my <laughs> wait, Connor, come here. Wait a minute. Wait, look at this. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Wait a minute. I knew he was going to make an appearance, but <laughs> both of them, right? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't run the miles that your dog does, but uh, oh, no, 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 no. is all done. What's his name? His name's Tuck. Tuck. Oh my God. Tuck. Is he cockapoo? Yeah. Is he? Ah. <laughs> he just, just turned two. 
Oh my god, that's awesome. He man. knows when I'm doing a podcast, and about five minutes in, he usually starts, you know, making a pain of himself until I bring him up for a couple of minutes, and then he's out. He just likes to, <laughs> likes to make the screen, and then he's good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, I, I know the feeling. I mean, when I did Trombolant the last time I was hurting going into the race and you're, to your point, your comment about uh, guys, go get something to eat. I came through with one, one run lap to go and said, you guys, I'm going to be a while, <laughs> you know, I'm heading back out of town. I got no business doing it, but I'm not, you know, you're taking me off this race course in a stretcher or, you know, by not by my own free will i'm not going you know and i know you're wired the same way and i, I mean i just got to say man the, the the years that you and i uh whether i do another iron man or not or do any racing remains to be seen but i'll tell you what um racing against you was a really a pleasure and uh kept me going and i always knew uh that you were out there giving it 110 percent and uh i i remember i'll tell the story of lake placid i think it was 11 and we've got a photo and I'm going to have Mitchell, the editor guy, the, the uh, video guy, I'll have him put it in this video right here so people can see it. And it's a picture of us leaving, uh, either leaving transition on the run or going out on the second loop. I think we were just going out on the run and I had you right in my sights. So the picture is taken right over my right shoulder and there you are. <laughs> and I don't know how long I hung on. But that, I love that picture, man. It just shows two guys out just duking it out. And the, the thing that I like the most is that no matter how it went, um, we could always sit down and have some pizza and beer after and, and commiserate. And I remember when the, I think it must have been that same year, I, I was out ahead of you. It must have, maybe it was a different year, but I was out ahead of you. I got you at the turn on River, is it, not River Road, but yeah, there. River and then Road, you're back yeah. out of town you, at the end of the race, right? So I'm like, yep. Oh, there's Sean Snow. I got him. So I just put the hammer down, got into transition, finished the race. I'm sitting there. You finished high five and all that. And finally, I had beaten you. And then I looked at the results later, and uh, I didn't realize that you started in a wave <laughs> behind me. And you have actually beaten me by seven minutes. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, it felt good for a while. As long as in the moment you were feeling it. That's, that's right. That's it. But but, you know, I mean, I've come across a lot of people racing and uh, you're, you're probably the one I've enjoyed racing the most. Um, I met a lot of great people, uh, but I always knew that, you know, you didn't care who won either. We were, but we were going to we were going to duke it out from end line to end line. And you'd have been just as happy for me as I always was for you. So, oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you and I chat from time to time on Facebook. We both we both uh, attempt to play the guitar. And uh, so we guess <laughs> well. A lot in common. We, and we have daughters about the same age. So getting back to you, Steph, I mean, my daughter watched all the same races that you did, and she's not a triathlete. Yeah. Uh, what <laughs> what pushed you in that direction? And, uh, and, you know, what are you doing? And what are you up to? Well, I think being in sports my whole life and watching him and I mean, originally, I feel like when I would watch it, I would be like, I don't want to be in the water at this point, like in the, in the mornings, watching the swim and then like, it didn't seem appealing at first, but then like, I think after doing some races, like five K's and stuff, and then, um, watching how he did in, in Kona, um, in 05, when I was, when I was young and then seeing, um, like we we took a bunch of trips around that time so I got really exposed a lot and I just kind of caught the bug at some point I can't I can't say a certain time but I think just gradually increasing um my time in the sport really helped and in the timberman having a timberman in the state was really helpful yeah oh for sure and I think that um I'm guessing, but if we're talking goals here, because I know that you guys are both very goal oriented, there's probably a little something brewing around in your dad's head about you guys uh, doing the world championships together someday, right? Yeah, that's been, uh, yeah, we talked about that for, for many years, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, we were fortunate enough, we, you know, and if that, uh, the day comes, comes back, does happen, it will, it'd be awesome. I mean, we were, we were fortunate enough to you know, 2005 was back when, uh, you know, you could still, 
uh, across the finish line with, uh, you know, with a family member. And uh, so Steph was, you know, what, uh, nine years old, you know, coming across the, the finish line, you know, with me and, uh, you know, looking up and, uh, you know, it was, we still have pictures of that and, you know, hopefully we can cross those cross reference those two pictures when it does happen again, cool. you know? Yeah. Well, you got some things working in your favor because Sean, I know you're a couple of years older than me. Okay. So as you know, if you're still staying fairly fast and you're getting to be an old guy, it starts to work in your favor a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. but man, the old guys keep getting faster. <laughs> you know, I mean, the old guys got more time to train and they just keep getting it. I, you know, I, I, I keep, I keep saying that, thinking that Bob, but man, it just is, uh, yeah, it's the old guys are really throwing it down lately. So yeah. Um, everybody is i've had some of my fastest races and go over and look at the results and go holy cow how do these guys do it you know it's crazy but um yeah no it's pretty cool stuff it's um you know it's it, i'd love to see you guys do that step you're young enough so that on the female side you know maybe you're able to grab a slot i'll bother, tell you what you guys will be catching lightning in a bottle they both get there in the same year uh man i, I i'll tell you what that'd be I'd be glued to the computer for the day for that one. That would yeah. be fun. That would be the old battle royale right there. Yeah, I know. There's no doubt on that. You know, <laughs> I mean, well, battle royale could be the first. Uh, could be in July. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the. Uh, you know, her first one. Uh, she did uh, what? Were you, were you 19? Um, 20. 20. You were 20. Yeah. Signed up when you were 19. Yeah. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't want her to do it. She'll tell you. I mean, I, I didn't. I, I felt that she was too young and uh, she was in college. And, um, you know, I just, uh, you know, as much as I enjoyed the fact, you know, the thought of her doing it, I was very much against it. And she was she was 18. And I told her, I said, I can't stop you. You know, and <laughs> she did, you know, and uh, it was I wouldn't say a real long day, but I mean, it was a long, it was day. A long day and, and she'll tell you, she doesn't remember uh, a lot about the last 13 of the run, no. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, that's, that's what it's all about. So that was what, how many years ago? That um, was 2016, 16. So, so, so it was, um, you know, and then, <clears throat> you know, honestly, I probably say probably the the, the highlight, you know, the, the most memorable one I've done is the one that, uh, you know, and, and so I, I've done 32, but I count this as a 33 because um, this was during the COVID, um, to COVID period in 2020, was it? Um, they yeah. canceled yeah. like, like Placid. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Steph, uh, we were supposed to do Ireland together and uh, that fell through. Uh, and we, uh, Steph wanted to, uh, go up because we knew the course in Lake Placid and you know we we knew that it was you know somewhat doable to do and just go up and do it you know Merrill Lake is a pretty you know somewhat safe lake to go up and do a double swim on you know double loop on etc uh, Steph wanted to do do the full Ironman right so I said you know I said let's just do like the presidential traverse or like the Pemi loop I think that's probably a better idea and I'm, I'm legit serious. You know, I, I really am. And uh, Steph says, no, 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 I, I want to do it. Wow. And I said to her, I said, man, I, I don't know if you realize like how hard of a day this is going to be, you know, because we got no, you know, we had uh, uh, her girlfriend and another friend came up and uh, for support, you know, so they, they followed us in, a, in my van. Uh, but other than that, we had no, uh, you know, we had no support up there and, you know, it was, it was open traffic, et cetera. So, but we went up there and we, uh, we, we dressed up like we were racing and we wore our old race numbers and, um, you know, we went out and, uh, we did the swim, uh, we came out, uh, that day was, uh, I, I want to say it was close to 95 degrees and, uh, came off the bike pretty late. Uh, I'm going to say probably around three o'clock in the afternoon. And again, nobody's out there cheering, you know, you, you got the cars, the trucks all out there and get into, we get into the, uh, uh, 
into you know what we call transition which is my van which is parked right by the lake 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 placid brewery <laughs> and um we uh i looked at steph i said here's the deal i said um you still want to do this we got a marathon to run we're not in great shape i mean it's going to be a long day and uh steph said we're doing this and i said you know, i told her i looked right at her and i said we need to communicate the whole time I said, because uh, here's the deal. We don't want to end up in the medical tent. There isn't, there <laughs> there isn't one. Medical tent, right? <laughs> so, uh, so we continue on. And uh, I, after the first loop, a lot of the town started catching wind that, uh, that, we, were, that we were out there. And uh, we had people on the sidewalks cheering. Um, you know, it was just, it was, it was amazing. And we came back to the... Uh, to our to the van and uh, god this was you know we 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 had our own aid stations at points and we were eating pickles and you know we so we were taking our time but you know it was still it was a struggle and we get back to the van and we still had the out and back to do on on the Mary lake drive there and um woman from the lake placid brewery comes across it comes running towards us and she says i gotta ask you did you guys just do the uh the full ironman and uh i looked at her and i said I said, no, ma'am. I said, we still have a mile to do. And uh, she looked at me. She goes, wow. It was dark. And uh, so we're running. We, we took off and we're coming back. And I, you know, I think Steph was seeing better than I was. And she looks ahead and she says, oh, my God. I said, what? She says, um, they've got a finish line draped wow. across the road. And uh, she pulled all the patrons out and, um, you know, uh, you know, both of us, you know, got all, you know, pretty much got all welled up and everything. And I told her, I said, you know, we broke the line. And I said, guys, I, I said, uh, we'll be back. I said that we still have some place to go. We got to finish this thing, you know, and right. uh, we had to go go to the to the uh, to the oval. Yep. And, uh, you know, we finished the uh, finished it on the oval. And, uh, you know, the day, uh, you know, for all the Ironman I've done, that was you know, hands down, probably one of the hardest I've done and the most memorable. And, uh, you know, the topping of the, the icing on the cake uh, on it was uh, that summer, uh, no, shortly after that, they tore up the Olympic oval. Right. So Steph and I talk about how, you know, we were blessed to maybe be the last, uh, you know, one of the last athletes, you know, to to finish the Ironman Lake Placid on the Olympic Oval, you know? That's, yeah, that's crazy. That was the, uh, that was our COVID, that was our COVID adventure. Um, but I don't know how I got on that. But anyway, that was, that was the, <laughs> that, that was a day. day. That was a day. So, yeah. so now that, so now the Battle Royale is going to happen in July. <laughs> you heard <laughs> it here. Well, for everybody <laughs> that's quiet about it. She's that's the one, she's not talking about it, you know. I'm the one that's like, Jesus, I got a, you know, I, I got a lot of work to do here, you know. She just dropped a 319 Boston on your ass, boy. <laughs> I know. No, I know. Believe me. It's, it, it, I, I, it's in my head, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, you guys that are listening to, um, you know, we're talking to a guy that, uh, you know, he's, he's not just an Ironman and, and racer. I mean, you've, you've been fast. I mean, what's your fastest open marathon? Well, in fact, I mean, fastest open was uh, two fifty five. There you so, go. So some yeah. three hours and your fastest Ironman was a nine thirty six, nine thirty six. How many times have you been to Kona? Uh, five times, five time world champion competitor in Kona. So, and I can tell you that, and Sean will attest to this. I have been pretty damn good at this sport and never got a sniff of that. And I'll tell you what, that's one hell of an accomplishment to be able to Thanks, say man. that. Well, we can, we can get you there, man. Yeah. You still, yeah. Got, it. Mm -hmm. you still got it, man. Don't, yeah. it. My, my wheels have been fighting with my back and my foot and geez, yeah. PT on my elbow today. Everything's <laughs> falling off, man. Oh, you, you, you don't have to tell me that. I'm wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Let's go. Let's head to Placid right now. Let's oh, go. Yeah. I'm, all, <laughs> I'm all fired up over here. You guys got me all cranked up. So let's switch gears a minute here. So 
Sean, you used to have a company called S2 Coaching. Maybe you still do. I know you used to coach a lot of athletes. And then, and then something happened. Things changed. And all of a sudden, you weren't coaching. And then uh, I found you to be uh, on Facebook, posting an inspirational quote every day, really focusing on, on everybody else. And I know that you have a, a morning routine that you do. And yeah. so talk, talk to us about that shift and kind of what happened. And, and, and that wasn't two years ago, that was five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was and what happened and, and how things shift for you and, and how was it different today than it was when you had just eaten Ironmans for lunch? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, so the, the, the coaching, uh, you know, I spent, uh, five, I guess probably about five years doing the coaching thing. And, uh, I just, uh, I got, you know, I was blessed. Uh, I had uh, I met a lot of amazing people, uh, wonderful athletes, uh, etc. I just missed the um, the structure of my the the old job that I had, um, and uh, you know that's that's pretty much what got me uh, back to to um, you know to uh, to that. And uh, it wasn't a situation that uh, I felt like I could give um, you know my hundred percent to the, you know, athletes and do the job at the same time. I just missed right. that, uh, that punch in the clock thing, you know? Um, and Steph was also getting older and I, and I knew that, uh, you know, if it was a, uh, an, an, uh, an avenue that, that she was going to go that, uh, you know, that, uh, I, I, I wanted to be there a hundred percent. Um, and, um, so that's, you know, that was the direction at that point. Um, the uh, thus, you know, the Facebook thing, it was kind of a transition into that where uh, I really felt the need and, and still continue to feel the need to, um, you know, to, to, from a word that's used all the time to inspire, you know, I feel like the, the world really needs it um, uh, on so many different levels, um, you know, especially now, but uh, even back then. And um, for me, uh, you know, getting uh, away from the um, getting away from the triathlon uh, spectrum, if you would, uh, to me, uh, you know, for for quite some time, uh, you know, battled the the drinking thing, uh, and uh, you know, it was just uh, it was one of those gigs that uh, you know I could tell as I headed towards my fifties that uh, that it was time to get my shit together. You know, if I wanted to continue to, to do what I did, uh, athletically and, you know, family, et cetera, that, uh, that, uh, it was time to, to get my, get my act together, if you would. And, uh, it all started, uh, you know, uh, in a nutshell, uh, Steph, uh, my wife, Pam and myself were walking on a beach, uh, at, uh, UNE. And, uh, I looked down and, uh, there were three rocks on the, on the sand. And, you know, long story short, I picked up the three rocks, uh, brought them back to the house that day, put them uh, on the counter uh, in my bathroom and uh, said, these three rocks are, you know, today is the day that, uh, that it all changes, you know, and uh, that uh, the next, that next morning, you know, I set my alarm clock. I want to say maybe for four o'clock or whatever it was, and uh, from that point on, it's uh, it's been a morning, uh, a morning, early morning, uh, early bed um, type routine. And uh, I'm generally, I generally try I've, over the years. I'd say since I was uh, just you know right after 50 years old is when I so that's going on six years now. Uh, I generally get up uh, uh, right around 3:15, 3:30, and uh, you know I got I've got the pretty much the same routine that I do. I get up, uh, I do, um, you know, have my water, have some coffee, uh, roll out the yoga mat, uh, <clears throat> read some, a little bit of inspiration, uh, quotes, uh, you know, out of books, different books, um, you know, say some prayers, intentions, etc. cetera. Uh, and then I, uh, I do a morning post, um, you know, and every morning it's, it's not, I do, you know, they're often very often the same quotes next to a cup of coffee, but um, they're always done that morning. And uh, regardless of where I am, and it could be, 
at a race. Uh, I've got to find some place to go and do my morning routine. Uh, I could be, you know, uh, away on vacation, uh, but I'm still, I, I still hold true to the routine. And, um, you know, every once in a while, uh, like after Boston, I actually slept until uh, 5.30, which totally threw me off. <laughs> you slept in, what a slacker. It killed me, man, it killed me, but <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, and that's, um, to me, um, it really, it, it, it changed it all for me, you know, I mean, like we, you know, I grew up in a, at a time that, uh, you know, that's what we did, man, you know, we, we partied and we went for it, you know, and I knew that uh, as I got, uh, you know, as I aged, that it was important to, you know, get, get it together, you know, uh, it wasn't an easy thing for me to do. Uh, but uh, now that I look back, man, it was, it, it's easy now. And, um, you know, it was, it was a game changer, you know, well, it's funny when you boil it down and you start to think about you know, what's really important in life. And when you when you look at your kids and go, if I if I make all my decisions with with, you know, the the, uh, the best and the best of my best intentions of my, my children at the front of my mind, things get really simple very quickly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'll commend you for that, because that's not easy. Uh, you know, and I look at that when. You know, there's people I've done 75 hard and there are people out that are out doing that and two workouts a day, no alcohol, follow a diet, read 10 pages of this and that, you know, drink a gallon of water. Like you were doing that before it was cool. Okay. And you were doing it for all the right reasons. Um, and I, I've, I've run into a lot of people either in triathlon and marathon that have an addictive personality, right? And sometimes things get ahead of them and they go, whoa, time out. I'm going to trade this addiction for another addiction. And, and uh, I've said this before on my podcast where, you know, people look at you running 20 miles on the weekend and oh, he's crazy. He, that guy, he's crazy. Look what he's doing to himself. But if you were sitting at the end of a bar three nights a week, you know, having beer and pizza, nobody'd say a word, you know? And, and so, so kudos to you for blazing a trail there. And, and I know that you do this because you and I have talked when there's the Bruins. I know you're a Bruins fan. I know you're a Red Sox fan. I've seen you get up in the middle of a playoff game and go to bed because you have oh, to yeah. that's, yeah. it's, no, it's, I mean, you don't trade it in for anything. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's some commitment and that's, that's pretty cool. And, and Steph, I got to believe that for you to see that as a, as a kid, so to speak, uh, his daughter, um, how does that land on you? I mean, I think it, it really inspired me to see him kind of go through that, those kind of times. And then like, just, I mean, I think proud is the biggest word I could say. Sure. Speaking for, I think my mom and myself that <clears throat> just really proud of the, the man he's become and how he's grown. Um, and it's inspired me to, to get up earlier than each day, really. <laughs> <laughs> which I, which is, could be a good or bad thing, man. I got a race to do in July, you know, I don't know, man. I, all of a sudden she's getting up earlier than I am. I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we send each other a text message every morning and, and I always feel a little bit of happiness when I beat him to the yeah, message. No, so. it kills me, man. Wait, I get up, right? And so I'm up early one morning and I'm up early. It's like 4.30 or something. I look at, damn, freaking John Snow's already up. <laughs> already posted something. So I already know he's been on the mat, done all his shit. And here he is posting something right in my mug. It's 4.15, dude. Give me a break. How early I got to get up to get to beat you out of bed? You know, I, I'll tell you this, but I, you know, so I'll go back to, um, you know, and I, and I say this for the people, you know, for, for people that are what you, you know, you, you speak about the, you know, the addictive personality and, um, and, you know, the, you know, doing it too much, you know, triathlon or running or, you know, drinking, what have you, but I will, I will say this on, um, early on, you know, when I was doing triathlons, you know, you know, I say this because uh, people watching that may say that, uh, you know, I, I don't have the time or, you know, the, you know, don't want to commit to that type of lifestyle. Um, 
you know, when I have children, you know, and I want to dedicate it towards, you know, taking into the movies and, and that sort of stuff. And, you know, I really believe that in, at, you know, at step, you know, I, I was doing mountain biking before triathlon and then the mountain biking turned into the triathlon. And, and, uh, you know, I used to spend, you know, an awful lot of time training and, uh, et cetera, but my belief, uh, as a parent was, you know, we still did our, you know, our movies and stuff like that, but my belief as a parent was, the commitment that it took to a train, do the training, you know, you go out in the rain and you, you get it done or, and the racing, uh, you know, whether it was a good, good race or a bad race and all the lessons uh, that, um, that I hope that she would watch between the training, the racing, the commitment and et cetera, <clears throat> would someday, um, you know, uh, inspire her to, you know, not in triathlon, but in, you know, work or whatever it was. It was an example that I felt like, uh, yes, it took a lot of time and it took a lot of, a lot of dedication, et cetera. But it was the example that, uh, you know, that I was trying to, to set for Steph, um, you know, that, that goals, it's not just that there's not handed, handed to us, you know, it's, you, we got to go out and you, you got to get it done and you're going to fail, you know, you're going to fail um you know and what those are the those are the best those are the best lessons you know and how are you going to rebound when you fail you know and she's seen me she's seen me with uh you know literally hundreds of injuries uh you know one right now and it's uh how do you how do you react and uh, you know what um you know how are you going to come back on that and so that was early on and you know it's continued on to where we are now you know uh as a family uh, and that also is, you know, we talked about the Facebook thing after my coaching and, you know, I would say even more so, um, you know, I've, my, my goals, are yes, they are for myself at this point, but I really feel like, um, you know, I've been put on this planet to, to inspire how I can, you know, and, you know, look, I, I could probably, you know, I, I could probably pretty easily say, you know, I think I'm good. You know, I can walk away, you know, I mean, nobody, know, would, I, nobody I, would argue I, with you. I don't know. It, it would be easy to do, but, you know, to scale it down or, you know, say, okay, I'll just, you know, stick with, you know, shorter races or what have you. But I really do feel like, um, I think the world needs to see people yeah. out there. You know, I really do. And, uh, you know, the world needs to see people out there, putting, putting it down or failing and, uh, you know, training and, you know, the lessons, you know, and I, yeah. I just feel like there's the role, you know, at my age now, it's come to a point where seeing, you know, for me, I've had, you know, countless role models, including yourself, buddy, you know, and, you know, and, and I appreciate all the, the kudos to me, but that goes right back to, you know, that goes to you too, man, you know, you've been a role model, you know, since the day we met and, uh, you know, I mean, I, you, you've been that badass guy, Maine, from badass guy from Maine, you know, that, uh, that I'm chasing down. And, you know, you say that you're, you're chasing me down. Well, I know that there's, there's been races, buddy, that you beat me. And there's been races that, uh, I've been chasing you down. And I see this guy that, uh, look, I mean, we're a little bit of different build, you know, and you, you're just freaking just throwing it down. And I'm looking at, I'm going, Jesus, you know, you're just, you're, you're a beast, you know, <laughs> especially on that freaking bike. On the ass when you're going by saying, Hey buddy, you know, and I'm, I'm like, I'm doing like 26 <laughs> miles an hour. And you're, you know, I still, <laughs> I do, man. It's, you can know it, <laughs> you know, but I'm like, all right. All right, you can't, you know, and I'm like, he ain't gonna hold it, man. I'm gonna catch him on the run. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and somehow we'd always get, we'd be close, but you know, it's um, that to me is what it's all about, you know. And but you know, via, via Facebook or um, you know, or whatever, this thing called Zoom, which I'm just starting to learn about, you know, um, you know, it's however we can inspire, you know, each other, man. You know, that's what it is. It reminded me of a story. I think it was. It must have been the White Mountain Try. It was like a, I don't know if it was a half. It might have been a half or something. No, it was a half. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Showed up on that grocery getter. And, uh, <laughs> I, go, I 
I go, I saw you in transition. I go, holy crap. I said, if you beat me on that, I'm going to retire. <laughs> Son of a bitch, if you didn't go by me at about mile 48. <laughs> I go, oh my God. Yeah, well, I don't think, I think I did, Bob. But when you saw me, you said, yeah, I didn't have any of that, man. <laughs> It was like, gosh, yeah. shit. you guys, you know, he's out of here. That thing like no, a or something, you know, <laughs> you the bat, like a freaking cages on the pedals and everything. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've had a lot of fun and, uh, and I've, I've appreciated your friendship and camaraderie and, and competition over the years. And uh, Steph, it's just super cool to see you in it and in it to win it and out there uh, with that same tenacity uh that, that comes from the old man so to speak and uh i can't even imagine how proud you are sean to see her out there racing and doing her thing um and and i and i know when you talk about those lessons that you just talked about uh, i tried to do the same thing and uh you know win lose or draw you always have to hold your head high and say well there's a lesson in here somewhere and you know if you played sports when you were younger you can say hey a lot of what i learned i learned on the athletic field and i do agree uh, and it's part of why i'm doing this podcast is that people uh they they need a little more of of this and uh and i need I've a lot really, more of this yeah and i've just realized that that i've got more to give and that's what i'm doing i don't know where it's going but uh, getting myself out there doing this, getting, getting people that I think are just out there kicking ass in life, uh, and, and, and letting people know about it. And because there's somebody out there that's going to watch this and go, wow, you know, they're going to get something from that. There's a nugget in there somewhere. And, and that's pretty cool stuff. And it, and not a week goes by when I don't get a message when somebody says, Hey, you know, that was a great podcast or I really like what you're doing. Um, you know, you got great guests. Thanks for doing this. Keep doing it. I enjoy it. So, um, that fuels me. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's just a, it's just a good time and, and really great to connect with you guys. Uh, I'll ask you a couple more questions, uh, before we, I'll let you go. And I thank you for taking the time tonight. I know you're busy. So, um, what would you guys say to, to somebody that's, uh, either, uh, you know, not doing a lot or got down over COVID or got off their game, or how does somebody get back going and get, they, you know, don't have to be out you know, training for the Olympics, but, you know, how do you get people going? What would you say to inspire somebody that's looking for a little bit of motivation today? You want to start or you want me to? Um, I'll, I'd say just take it step by step. Like it's hard to, you know, to look and someone say like, it's going to be great, you know, right away. But like when you, just put in the work even just a little bit at a time it'll you know you might not see it but there is light at the end of the tunnel and I think like I I find myself doing that every day and I, I try to channel that in my head and I'm like you know you know at this type of moment in the day I might be really struggling but I know I'm going to make it through because it's just, you have to have that attitude and that positivity. Well, and, and doing an Ironman too, does give you that, uh, it, it, you bring a new perspective to work and life when you finish one, because you're like, well, you know, I, even when I work out these days, my workouts, you know, at the, at the gym, they, they beat me up pretty good. These trainers, it's only an hour. I'm like, and I tell them, I get right in their mug. I'm like, how bad can you really hurt me in an hour? <laughs> I do this right. 12 hours. You know, so they love me. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sean, how about you? I, uh, you know, I, I would say, um, God, I mean, I, you know, I feel like there's an, a lot of opportunity um, that's come along the past, you know, especially the past couple of years for us um, with the with the inner motivation, uh, with the, um, with the challenges that we faced. Um, I, during COVID, you know, with, with the two years and losing the, the races and, you know, and everything else that happened, you know, I, I felt that, uh, the way I looked at it was each day was an opportunity to grow. And, um, you know, I learned, I've learned and continue to learn uh, about myself, um, you know, the strength that I can, that, you know, to motivate myself, regardless of what's going on in the world. Um, you know, for me, it was, you know, at work, you know, with a high stress job, 
you know, wearing the masks and, and continuing to perform at the, at that certain level, regardless, it was, um, you know, reserving a, um, a lane at the Y, you know, at uh, setting, you know, you had one of four shots to get a lane, you're setting your alarm clock at 1155 to try to get a lane at uh, 12 o'clock midnight for two days later, one lane. And uh, you, you may, you hit that button and you're, three on the wait list, you know, you didn't get it. So now you can't sleep for two hours because you're all ticked off, you know? Right. <laughs> Me, those were all opportunities. Uh, and <clears throat> it's easier, I guess it's easier said than done. Uh, but I really believe that, uh, you know, setting a goal and, uh, you know, people, I've got a, 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 um, a friend, a coworker, and uh, what does he call me? He, um, he, you know, he calls me, he Great. says, uh, yeah. crazy yeah yeah you crazy but you know he'll tell he'll tell customers that uh you know I, I cast this you know spell on them by you know telling convincing them that they can uh, that they can do something but the reality is this man and you know and you you've been around it bob you you've seen you've seen it all man you know I, i've seen dick hoyt pushing uh ricky you know i've seen uh sarah reinstein uh you know with one leg uh finishing hawaii and, you know john blaze uh, with ALS uh, finishing Hawaii, <clears throat> you know, I countless people that uh, against all odds, you know, doing what did what they did or are doing what they're doing. And uh, I feel like if you just set a goal, you know, regardless of uh, your, 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 your health, your mental state, et cetera, if you can set a goal that's, you know, seems like it's really out of your comfort zone and <clears throat> you make a commitment uh, to chase it, you know, you get that what, you find that why within, and you go after it every day, you know, and uh, I really, um, in a crazy way, you know, I've looked at the past two years as uh, an opportunity to get stronger. And, uh, you know, it hasn't been, you know, just like everybody else, man, I've had some pretty rough times through it, <clears throat> lost yeah. my motivation at times, but yeah. I really do believe that. And, uh, you know, and we still are in pretty some, you know, some pretty struggling times, obviously, with with everything going on. But, you know, with that, uh, each day, it's my choice, you know, what, uh, you know, what I'm going to bring to that day, you know, and what I'm going to focus on that day. And, you know, if you've got a goal, if you've got a marathon, if you've got a 5k, or, you know, you're, um, you know, uh, you want to hit all the 4000 footers, uh, you know, whatever it is, if you've got that goal, man, it lights that fire every day. And, uh, you know, it brings, it, it, there's this certain energy, it gets your, your mind off of the, all of those, those issues with, that are going on in the world, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's there. And it really is, the bottom line is, I really, I firmly believe that I, I've, I've never talked to a person, and I will honestly say this in my life, that uh, I've said, you know, if I say you could do a marathon, uh, I didn't believe it. You know, right. but they've got to believe it. You got to believe it, you know, and you can tell me, you know, you can tell me all day, you know, that you have a knee problem or a back problem or whatever, whatever you got going on. Um, I'm convinced you can still do it. I really am, you know, and uh, I know that sounds crazy. And but I, I really I really and, and I'm not talking about going out running it fast. I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about walking, you know, I'm talking about doing what I did in, in Boston, you know, 23 minute mile walking, you know, yeah. uh, it, it can, you, it can be done, yeah. uh, but it's We're not, pushing. you're just pushing, you know, but ultimately really it's not the race itself that, uh, that triggers uh, that, uh, you know, the, uh, it's the race that it's the journey to the race that uh, that's what it's all about, you know? So the race itself is the race <laughs> itself. And, you know, people, I'll, I'll tell people, you know, you know, I spend $1,200 on a, on an Ironman, you know, just to sign up, you know, yeah. hundred bucks, you know, and people will be like, that's absolutely, you know, it's crazy, you know, so I, I can tell you right now, this, this year alone in the, in the Ironmans that I'm signed up for, you know, I've got probably three or $4,000 in sign up and it is the best three or $4,000 that I could spend. You know, because it gets my ass going every single day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've never, I've never put a price tag on uh, any race that I've signed up for. 
uh, or, or any goal that I've gone after, you know, and I can see that, you know, when, when I see coworkers, when I see friends that, uh, <clears throat> that do this stuff, and then all of a sudden they break a new, a new barrier, you, you can just see it in their, their eyes, you can see the bounce in their step, and uh, suddenly the weight of the world is, uh, is, is off them, you know, and I really, you know, anybody watching, I really, I believe that you can do it. I really do. I really believe it. So, you know, at the, uh, at the end of this, uh, this podcast, man, I want you to, uh, to go out and sign up for something. All right. Ass up for a 5k marathon, whatever it is, man, get signed up, commit to it. And then, uh, send Bob all your stories. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a, I've got an open challenge for you guys too, before we fully wrap this up. I I know you've climbed a lot of mountains. I don't know if you've ever climbed Katahdin. No, so she has. I have not. So that is. I think we've got to put it on the schedule, my friend. I'm scared shitless of that uh, knife's edge thing. You you know what I'm scared shitless of? Chasing you up over the presidential loop. That's what I'm scared of. (laughs) Come on and I get up. It's like 5.30. You're already on the top of the Franconia notch. I'm like, what's going on? Cracky guy. Jesus. (laughs) We'll make it a plan. What's that? We'll the plan. We'll we'll do yeah. the uh, the Katahdin, and then uh, at some point we'll do that traverse. You know. Yeah, that's good. I'd I'd like to check those boxes. We've got a we've got a place up on the lake up north, and we can make a weekend of it. And uh, I'd love to get you up there, my friend. And Steph, you're welcome to join us. Um, yeah. Maybe beat him up the hill. So. Yeah, we'll do a race. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thanks. Uh, this is cool. You've been on my list. I I messaged you a couple of months back. I think Sean, you were one of the first people I reached out to to do this um and i've had it like i said i've had a hell of a lot of fun uh just being around you and uh having going to races and knowing i was going to see you and uh love to spend some more time with you and and do some more epic stuff uh together even and uh it'll be it would just be uh, you know a great addition to my life i'm telling you so yeah, absolutely man and then right back at you you know i uh i look forward to many more man you know yeah. i really do i know that uh there's some challenges going on physically, but, uh, you know, I, I really believe that, uh, those challenges are, are, uh, they're, they're going to be tackled, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. We got some stuff to do. We need like a full body off restoration. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if I, I tell you what, I'll tell you what, how are your hamstrings right now? Uh, not too bad. You need one. Yeah. 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 You got to trade you a hamstring for a shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Maybe an L5 S1. How's the lower back? <laughs> I'm not giving you guys any of <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Folks, this has been the Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things podcast. This is Steph Snow and her dad, Sean Snow. Um, just two quality people that I've enjoyed having in my life. Guys, thank you very much. Uh, people, check us out on, uh, we're a listed on, it lives on Podbean. We're on uh, YouTube. Follow us on YouTube or give us a subscribe. And uh, I'll post this out to Facebook. It'll come out. I put it out on Wednesday. So you guys will be out a week from yesterday. So um, yeah, look for that. I'll tag you in it. And uh, I'll be really excited. People, people are going to love this one. This has been a hell of a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Thank you. And thanks for everybody for having us. Thanks for having us.